All right, guys, and welcome to Dotrid on America. I am your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today? It is Sunday, December 19th, 2021. Just a few more days, folks, till Santa Claus comes down the chimney. Yeah, hopefully everyone's prepared and ready, and you're gonna have your family over, and we're gonna we're gonna have a good old time. And uh, I just pray everybody's not um, COVID scared and not having their people over because that would suck. You know, this is the time of year that you want to, you know, have your people with you celebrate this time of year celebrate family um you know whatever your religion is whatever whatever the situation is you know it's all about family at this point so and that's basically where everyone's focus should be is is uh is that all right um got a little show for you guys today um unfortunately i i really hate to say this but um looks like we're going to talk a lot about covid mandates um, so just to go over a brief synopsis here, uh, looks like president Biden's vaccine mandate is given a new life for now. And then we'll go into, uh, something about more about the president when he fails, private citizens do prevail. Then I want to touch base on the, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trial. We're going to do a little update on that since really, like I said before, you know, there's a few people on Twitter depending on what other uh, podcast you might listen to uh you might uh hear about it here and there but for the most part you're not hearing shit about it and it's quite quite disturbing but before we get into that let's talk about our first sponsor and that's redcon1.com redcon1 great supplement company uh pre-workout your protein shakes protein bars guys if you're listening to this and it's still sunday I told you on Friday they were going to have a big sale this weekend. Go there now. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app, whatever app you're listening to this on. The link will be down there. It'll take you to the page. Um, I think it's 40% off right now. Plus, if you spend 50 bucks, you get a free hoodie. I already ordered mine, so there you go. Um, and as you spend more money, you get more free stuff. I'm telling you. And it's and it's not only that, but it's it's good stuff. So check them out. Let them know that DTOM sent you. Use promo code T20Cordimus or whatever other promo code they offer you because I think it's more you'll get more off. But if you hit the link, that way the show gets credit for you going to their website. And speaking of podcast apps, depending on, you know, whoever you're listening to, guys, or, you know, whatever app you're listening to this show on, if you could please, please, please um, share this with your friends. We're growing, you know, it's it's a slow process. I mean, being a podcaster isn't, you know, when you're just a guy like me with a, like I've said before, a full time job and a part time podcast. It's I'm not going to grow, you know, by leaps and bounds. It's up to you guys to help me out with that. So if you could just keep on sharing this, if you're on if you're on listening to this on Apple, go to the the rating section there. If you give me a five star, if you want to leave a a rating, if you want to write something down there, great. If you don't, that's fine, too. Just hit the five-star. And most importantly, like I've said, share this with your friends. You know, whether it's in person, via Facebook, Twitter, you know, text, whatever. We're heard on all platforms with the exception of Pandora. And like I said plenty of times before, fuck Pandora, right? Don't forget to go to our website, don'ttreadonamerica.com. And there you can check out all our social platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Um check that out if you want to subscribe you can get some interesting stuff that way show notes show updates so on and so forth so if you guys listen to the last show um i had told you about this weekend yesterday as a matter of fact was going to be the d-time christmas party we had that over at christopher j mcgillicuddy's uh house uh yeah, quite interesting night to say the least. I'll, I'll say this about that: we didn't make the gym today. No, the beer was flowing, drinks were 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 going down. Uh, wife had to drive home, but uh, nonetheless, a fun night that was had, and uh, we appreciate 
Chris and his wife for having us over along with other friends and family. It was it was quite a adventurous night. Uh so with that being said, uh thanks guys and we will can go on with the show now. Here we go. All right. So uh I don't know if you guys caught this. I I saw this yesterday as a matter of fact where the um the Court of Appeals in Cincinnati went ahead and revived the vaccine mandates. So, a U.S. appeals court on Friday reinstated a nationwide vaccine or testing COVID mandate for large businesses, which covers 80 million American workers, prompting opponents to rush to the Supreme Court to ask um, for there to you know for them to intervene. The ruling by the Sixth Court of Appeals in Cincinnati lifted a November injunction that had blocked the rule from OSHA, which applies to businesses with at least 100 workers. It says here, it's too difficult to imagine what more OSHA could do to rely on justify its finding that workers face grave grave danger in the workplace. Said the that was in the you know one of the judges in the opinion. I think it's a three uh, three person judge, and it was a two to one vote. Um, so one of the judges, that's what they had to say. They go on to say, it is not appropriate to second guess that agency determination, consideration, this substantial evidence, including many peer-reviewed scientific studies on which it relied. Well, I'm Chris has gotten me, not, I don't want to say hooked on TikTok, but I do peruse the TikTok. The one thing, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, if, if you are, you could follow me on Don't Tread on America on TikTok. I don't really post anything, not yet. I, I literally have like four, <laughs> four followers, so I don't see the the point of posting anything. But you know, maybe if we pick up followers, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But if you're on um, TikTok, you'll you'll know notice that when you first get on there, you have everything that you see is based on algorithms. So like if you're if you're on your phone constantly and you're searching you know, different items, whether it's cars or politics or girls or guys or whatever your case may be, that's going to be what a lot of your videos center around. Like, you know, I'll get a lot of, like initially get a lot of comedian type things or, or a prankster uh, stuff. Um, <laughs> but Chris sends me a crap ton of stuff, you know, whether it has to do with COVID, mandates, lockdowns, because the... <laughs> As goofy as this is going to sound, the one good thing about TikTok is it's a worldwide thing. So it's not like, I mean, so is Facebook and stuff, but people all across the world. So you, you see a lot of stuff from like Australia and Germany and different, you know, different countries what, of what they're going through. And it's not through the eyes of the media. It's not through the eyes of Fox or CNN or whoever saying, you know, all's well. It's from the eyes of who's, who this is actually happening to like there was a situation in New York I don't know if it was in New York City or where it was in the state but nonetheless where these people got arrested for going to an Applebee's and ordering um you know food but they didn't have their vaccine uh cards so the people at the restaurant called the police and they got arrested there was a video yesterday that he had sent me uh some guy in Germany has a YouTube channel he was doing a YouTube live event the fucking cops kick in the door with guns a blazing arrest him but there was a girl that um that he had sent me this uh video where she was talking about mandates and osha and she made some interesting points and i talked about this before on one of the shows when this osha thing started back when he was like september on september 9th when he started spouting his kingly bullshit and um, she made a good point, in which I also had made the same point. OSHA, I mean, it's in the it's in the name itself, right? Occupational Safety and Health Administration. So it's about the health and safety of your occupation, right? So if you work wherever you work, more than likely you have some sort of OSHA guidelines, okay? No matter what you do. If you work on a construction site, right, you have to wear a hard hat. Maybe you got to wear gloves. You got to wear steel toe boots. You got to, you know, whatever the case may be. If you paint cars or work on, you know, paint cars, do body work, that type of stuff, you might have to wear 
a ventilator, you know, like some sort of a mask. You're not breathing in toxic fumes. And that goes for other jobs like that. If you're breathing in toxic fumes, uh, you probably have to wear some sort of respirator, regulator, whatever on your face so you don't breathe those in. Um, if you work in a restaurant, you know, you might have to wear a hairnet and you might have to wear gloves. You might, you know, whatever the case may be. Where does OSHA, and this was this girl's point that I never really considered, but I mean, I've considered but never said it, but she's right. OSHA is about wearing hard hats and steel toe boots and gloves and, uh, you know, back braces and whatever the case may be. It's not about ingesting into your body a chemical that may or may not work for you, that may or may not kill you, that may or may not just do anything for you. I mean, it's not like we don't know for a fact that just because you got the vaccine that you're still going to get sick. You might not get as sick. You might get more sick. You might not die, but you very well could. So my question is this, and not to get biblical with it, because that could be a whole nother show. Because <laughs> I saw stuff on TikTok about that, too. And I'm not saying this is from TikTok from some random people that's sitting in their bedroom like, hey, man, it's the mark of the beast. You're going to die if you take it. I'm, not, I'm talking about like legitimate fucking people saying this on different news agencies. And I'm not even talking about like, oh, I was watching Fox News the other day and this guy come in there and said this stuff. I'm talking about like legitimate theologists and science. You know, so of course, when you watch CNN or whoever you watch, they're going to put the people that agree with them on there. Right. You, you very rarely going to see someone that disagrees with what they have to say. Um, point being is where she was going with this was. If OSHA wants to come to your job site and say you have to wear slip resistant shoes and, you know, hard hats and steel toe boots or whatever the case may be. That's fine because that affects you while you're at work. OK, while I'm at work, I have to wear these items. When I'm home. When I leave the, the work site, when I leave the restaurant, when I leave whatever, I don't have to abide by those rules anymore. I don't have to wear the the steel toe boots and a hard hat when I'm sitting in the house, right? So what gives them to write the right to make you ingest this chemical? Because it's not like so you come home, like she had said in her video. It's not like you can come home and take the vaccine off, right? So I think that's where it gets tricky. And that's where it's I, I can't even imagine that this is going to get through the Supreme Court to the point where um, I, I won't even keep reading this particular article because um, I've got so many more. But the next article that I was going to go into, you know, based on, OK, so you just had Friday, you just had the. The sixth court say, okay, you know, whatever, OSHA can do whatever. And then later that day, Biden, now you would think he would take this. This is a win, right? Biden, this is a win. <laughs> he comes out and says uh, he delays the enforcement of the COVID-19 vaccine or test rules for businesses as courts hear legal challenges. Now, this was after the sixth court of appeals just said, no, they they can do it. So, <laughs> okay. So if you recall, um, let me see if it says it on. Yeah. So if you recall back when this first started, you know, back in uh, no, uh, November, it you had to have you had till uh, I think it was December something to. I, I don't remember all the dates. Let me see if it's in here. I know his original deadline was January fourth. That was where. After that, the OSHA was going to come in and start requiring whatever. And so he's asked to push it till November 9th. I'll, I'll go ahead and read this article. Employees, employers, I should say, will be given more time to comply with the federal re requirement that workers get vaccinated for COVID-19 or be regularly tested. The U.S. Department of Labor announced Saturday after the federal uh, appeals court allowed the rule to go forward. Workers who are not fully vaccinated won't have to be regularly tested for the coronavirus until the 9th of February, more than a month after the original deadline. The department said it is exercising enforcement discretion to account for any uncertainty caused by legal challenges that have blocked the rule. Businesses with at least 100 employees 
have um, or have to determine the vaccination status of workers and require unvaccinated workers to wear a mask by December 6th. The Labor Department said it won't issue any penalties before January 10th and will take no action on testing rules until February 9th, as long as an employer is exercising reasonable good faith efforts to come into compliance. OSHA requirement also applies to state and local government workers in 26 states. In 20, see now this is what I, what's interesting, and I tried to find this, and I and I couldn't. So let me let me read this again. So the OSHA um, requirement also applies to state and local government workers in 26 states, including teachers and school staff. So 26 states. So <clears throat> obviously there's 50 states in the union. Um, why not all 50? And furthermore. If OSHA, if this OSHA requirement applies to state and local government in those 26 states, I'm just going to assume that one of those states isn't Florida, where I live. Does that mean that the employers in these states have to, you know what I'm saying? So if, if the state and local government doesn't have to do it, why would, you know, the, the businesses in the state have to do it? I don't know. That's something I'll have to try and dig more into. Uh, David Michaels, an epidemiologist at George Washington University School of Public Health, also headed OSHA during the Obama administration, said employers should not wait to act. Of course not. As, as the... Oh, hold on, let me get my sinister, deadly voice going. <clears throat> as the Omicron variant is surging across the country, Michaels said, employers should ramp up workplace protections as quickly as possible before we all die. Actually, he didn't say that. I just added that for effect. <laughs> the agency's announcement arrived hours before the Ohio-based U.S. Courts of Appeals for Sixth Circuit reinstated Joe Biden's requirement late Friday. A two-to-one majority of the court ruled that OSHA was probably within it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> a two-to- I'm just reading this as it does, and these words pop into my head, and I'm like, what the fuck? A two-to-one majority of the court ruled that OSHA is probably within its legal authority to implement emergency temporary standard requiring vaccines and testing. Probably. You are in court of appeals. Two of you, two of the three of you, I don't know if they're man, woman, I don't matter. Two of the three of you said, yeah, they're probably within their right. Um, what? I don't, I don't understand that. How are you probably... Shouldn't you definitely be within your right, within your legal authority to implement this? And it's an emergency temporary standard. Here's the thing about your emergency temporary keywords, probably and temporary. Okay, probably is not definite, right? And temporary isn't definite. But you know what is definite? The fucking shot. Whether you get one, two, three, four, however many fucking pokes of that needle. And like I've said before, I feel like I've seen plenty of uh, epidemiologists and scientists and stuff say that the more you take this shot, the weaker your immune system gets. Kind of like I talked about in the last show with the um, with getting uh, with guys that get testosterone, that it deletes their body, depletes their body, I should say, from making testosterone therefore you're always going to have to require those shots to have testosterone that's what i believe these shots are are going to be like you're going to get weaker uh immune systems thus the reason why people are having to take two three four shots now the vaccine just came out they i mean it didn't just come out yesterday but you know it's only been a few <laughs> when did it come out february right this is a new vaccine, number one, and you're already requiring people to get three and four shots of this stuff. Um, but my point being is you, you think that OSHA is probably within its legal authority for this emergency temporary standard to take a vaccine that isn't temporary. You are ingesting this chemical into your body unwillingly. And like I've said plenty of times before, there is, I don't know what the number is because depending on what website you look 
the number is different. But I'm just going to say for shits and giggles that it's 75% of the country is vaccinated. That's probably not 100% accurate, but it's somewhere between 60 and 80. I do know that. Okay. So even if you lowball it and say 60, the, the vaccines are readily available. Nobody should have any issue getting the vaccine if they want to. So obviously, and like I've said plenty of times before, you're going to see a spike in vaccination when you have these different, and like I said, I'm not calling them variants, these different strains of COVID, okay? And is it a marketing push to get people vaccinated? I mean, I, I, I hate to believe that our government is doing this to us on purpose to get us vaccinated for some sinister reason. Like I said, that could be a show for another day. But just let's assume for the sake of argument that this is a legitimate disease. I'm not saying it's not. I mean, I got it, got sick. My wife got it. She got sick. We're both alive and kicking. And guess what we have? Natural immunity. So take your vaccine and shove it up your ass, number one. Number two, you... It's kind of like going up with somebody and saying, hey, you know what? Here's some heroin. I need you to go ahead and take this. But why? <laughs> It'll make you feel good. Uh, how do you know? You sure it won't kill me? Ah, it, it could, but it probably won't. It'll just make you feel good. Oh, shit, he died. I mean, <laughs> you're... you're. I, I don't know. I hate to dwell on this because, I mean, I could literally sit here and just make a bullshit for fucking 45 minutes. But let me continue to read on. It just pissed me off when I see those two words of the prob probably within his legal authority and, and then to the temporary standard of a permanent vaccine. Now, if you want to say temporary standard of testing, okay, I can live with that. If, if, if in order for me to go to work week in and week out, I got to get tested, whatever. I don't know that that's even necessarily because you're hearing all these things now with the PCR tests and all these different items. And, and also, fortunately for me, living in Florida, I have a governor that is on our side. So I guess it remains to be seen. But let me continue to read. The decision essentially overturning the rule in November from Louisiana-based Courts of Appeal, the Fifth Circuit, which temporarily blocked the rule, described it as stagger staggeringly overbroad. The Labor Department said and it's gratified by the decision to uphold what is called the Vital Workplace Health Standard, especially as U.S. faces a highly transmissible Omicron variant. <laughs> it's critical we move forward with vaccination requirements and protections for the workers with our emergency needed in this moment. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Dr. Fuckhead come out like a week or so ago saying that these vaccines don't even work against Om Omicron. Omicron, not Omni, but Omicron. So once again, why? Well, let's see why. <laughs> the good thing is this. So Omicron's been out for, what, four weeks now? I think I started talking about it. I had the whole little, the whole thing, I think, when it just started coming out, we were talking about it. Well... This is, this is what kills me about corona. No matter what, if you have the, the basic corona, the new corona, the delta, the omega, the... Well, omega's not out yet. That's not coming until uh, March, I think they said. <laughs> but, you know, what do we have? Lambda, kappa, uh, hell, I don't even know. <laughs> you know, we're on version 7 or 8 of, uh, of uh, corona. And... And every time they talk about, oh, the uh, side effects are this. Or, you know, not the side effects, but the symptoms are this. So you're like, okay. Like, so when I got it, I wasn't even really sick. Like, I, if, I, if it wasn't for the fact that I lost smell and taste, I wouldn't have realized I even had it. And I know that's supposed to be one of the main situations there. Other than that, like, my wife, when she, when, you know, she had it at the same time as I did, obviously. Because we treated it like chicken pox in the house. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, she was more 
you know, like the cold. She was, you know, wasn't feeling well, fever, uh, sneezing, coughing, achy, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, she also lost the smell and the taste, but she had all the other stuff also. But anyway, so with the Omicron variant spreading through the U.S. and abroad, many people began feeling this week as their hopes of an end to the pandemic have been dashed. Here are the latest updates and what they can mean for the winter ahead. Omicron symptoms can mimic. Are you ready, folks? All right. Let me hold on. This is the tease. Before I read what it can mimic is what what are we in? So we're in we're in uh, December, going in January, and what's usually going on this time of the year? Right? People get sick. You get the cold. You get. I mean, the flu isn't isn't as prevalent in Florida as it is up north because the weather. But the thing about Florida, what happens this time of year is it can get cold for a day or two and you're in the heat and then it gets hot and then it gets cold. So that's usually where people get sick. Now, it's not so much the flu, it's just the cold. So Omicron symptoms can mimic the common cold. There you go. While experts say the widely recognized COVID-19 symptoms a cough, fever, or loss of smell and taste are still indicators as possible infections. Researchers have found that Omicron symptoms can also be similar to that of a common cold. So what that means to me is let's say you don't ha- <clears throat> sorry, you don't lose the smell or taste. Let's just say that's the only thing. So, you know, common cold, you might have a cough. You might, you know, sneeze and have a runny nose. You might even have a fever. So that means now what will happen is everybody that gets the sniffles is going to feel like they have this. And everyone is going to freak out just a little bit more. Which, in my opinion, will lead, obviously, to more testing, more people freaking out. You'll see long lines at the testing facilities, there was a, I got into it with a person on Twitter the other day. Guy posted a video, this is Miami, look at the line for the people getting tested. Well, yeah, because you guys are scaring the shit out of them with the, uh, with the Omicron. Oh, I got the sniffles, we got to go get tested. Because this is what's happening. We're watching too much fucking TV and people are running around shitless. They're running around scared shitless and it's ridiculous. And so if these tests are failed, I mean, are the tests 100% foolproof? I mean, it was interesting because, like, when I had it, I went and bought one of those tests to see because I was like, well, I'm not going to waste my time, you know, doing whatever. Let me just get one of these over-the-counter ones because they say they're for emergency use uh, authorization at the time, no different than what the vaccines were. And it popped positive, so, you know, called my boss, told him, Oh, well, those tests aren't aren't 100%. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean they're not 100%? They're emergency use authorization, the same as the the uh, vaccines. Oh, you have to... And it wasn't even about the test. It wasn't about the test I took. It was whether I did it right or not. Okay, I get that. And I don't even think it was even about that as much as it was they wanted... They, I, I shouldn't say they, but whoever... They want it in the system. They want to be able to trace you. Okay, you had COVID on, you know, whatever it was, August, whatever date. Your, you know, your wife had COVID on whatever date. And in other countries, <laughs> they use that to lock your ass up. In Australia, if you guys haven't seen the videos, they use that to put you in a, a quote-unquote internment camp. But, um, yeah. So, a UK study found around 750,000 people found recently that the top five symptoms for both the Delta and Omicron variants are currently a running nose, headache, fatigue, sneezing, and a sore throat. You know what else that is in common with? A cold. The flu. Uh, allergies. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. This is fucking ridiculous. And they're running us scared. Or I shouldn't say us, but most of the country, most of the world. Because like I've said, this isn't a country thing. So, and of course now, you have mask mandates now in eight states. And federal mask requirements extended. Okay, so for most up, 
I don't want to read that. That's an advertisement. <laughs> All right. So for update information, it says go to the visit the WHO and the CDC websites with Omicron variant now detected in 39 states. U.S. federal mask mandates have been extended until March of 18. Uh, I'm sorry, March 18th of next year. So when did this start? Uh, January of, we started hearing it the end of January of 20. It really kind of, shit started really getting stirred up in March. So we'll just go with March of 20. So now you're looking at two full years, at least. So with TikTok, with me talking about TikTok, I saw this. Huh. I, I'm looking for the pause button, and uh, as soon as I can find that, we'll be golden. All right, I found this video. This is a guy, and uh, he has his voice. Uh, that's why it sounds a little weird. His voice is mumbled. And I'm not going to post the video, because really the video that's on here has nothing to do with what he's saying. And the <laughs> if I do post the video on, on our Facebook page... Uh, maybe I will. Hell, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it anyway. But uh, the video, like I said, has nothing to do with it, what he's saying. The video has a whole nother, and I'm not even going to tell you what it is. If you want to check it out, go to the Facebook page. The video has nothing to do with what he's saying, but the video is something that I've been looking into more and more. Me and Chris have. Um, and... Uh, the video is pretty good. <laughs> if you watch the video and not pay attention to what he's saying, it's pretty good. But for his, for this point, I want to uh, play what he is saying. It's about a two-minute long uh, thing, so if you could just uh, bear with me and listen to him. Undoubtedly, certifiably, verifiably real. All of us are affected and dejected. Many are infected, and side effects include anger, panic, compliance, and fear, isolation in your domicile for a whole entire year, wearing a mask or face shield, and shaming those who don't. Your case may border on severe if you report on folks who won't. If you're refusing hugs from those you love, if you're six feet apart with latex gloves, if obedience to governance is something that you're proud of, I don't mean to be mean or interrupt your quarantine, but from what you're showing, I can glean you've got the novel COVID, numero 19. The good news, though, is there's a cure. And requires no mandate or vaccination. It's absolutely free of charge and offers instant gratification. Just reach behind your television and unplug it from its outlet. Then switch your phone to airplane mode and disconnect your internet. Next, go outside, walk down your street, and wave hello to your nearest neighbor. Get a good night's sleep and then repeat, and you'll notice you're feeling better. The coronavirus virus exists outside of space and time. It travels through the airwaves and burrows in your mind. World government is the real pandemic. Propaganda is the real virus. The media will really scare you to make more government seem desirous. The new normal is neither. The mask is a symbol of slavery. Society wants you staying at home, but mankind is requiring your bravery. All right, so if you, if you paid attention to that, uh, I didn't. So right in. No, I'm joking. His his theory on all of this is that um, the coronavirus is real in the minds of everyone that they have convinced it to be real. Okay. All right. What I mean by that is this. 
I just read you the symptoms of COVID. If you haven't had COVID, I just read, read you the symptoms. Very much the same as the cold, the flu, the whatever. There was a whole thing going around a few months ago about the PCR test being similar. Well, there, if you've ever had a flu test before, it's the same fucking thing. And so he's saying that COVID is in the minds of all of us because of news media. And, it's, and that's anyone. I mean, I'm not picking on CNN, but it's all of them. Every single one of them. Um, I would say probably some of your most true reporting on, on any of this stuff has come through a lot of your podcast. I mean, mainly this one. No, no but seriously, I, most of your podcasts, like, I don't need... Okay, if you guys don't know anything about podcasting other than how to listen to one, okay? I literally have a laptop, a soundboard, a microphone. I have two microphones. Chris is in here. Or he's not here, but his mic you know, is hooked up, ready, and waiting. <laughs> but it really, that's all it takes is that... You get a website or, you know, um, you don't, you don't have to even have your own website. You don't have to, I mean, it helps to have a website and a Facebook and all that shit to promote. But, um, you go through a, a provider, whoever is your, um, your host, so to speak. And there's multiple different ones. And once you do so many, uh, episodes, you have to start paying to do that. But the, the, the company I use is Podbeam, you know. And they distribute the podcast everywhere. Everywhere podcasts can be heard. You just have to apply your podcast. You have to send them the feed. So like Apple, Google, uh, you know, whoever. Spotify is part of Podbeam, so whatever. But, um, and it generally gets approved. And, and the key there is filling out all the blanks, so to speak. Like I put down what mine's all about and that it's explicit. And then it's rated, you know, it's essentially rated R, and that's why it gets approved. I, why in the world it never got approved for Pandora, I couldn't tell you. They never sent me anything, so whatever. My point being is it's not very hard, it's not very expensive to do this. So, obviously, anyone, for the most part, can have a podcast, okay? But in that same essence, that's when you're going to get some of the truest forms of opinions. Now, I'm not saying that what that what I'm saying is fact. I'm not saying that I'm wrong. And a lot of what I'm reading is from news articles from around the country, whether it's Newsweek, MSNBC, Fox, CNN, uh, local news media in different cities, whatever the case may be. But I do do commentary, like what I'm doing right now. What this guy's saying is that Unplug the TV. Unplug the internet. <laughs> the only bad thing is then you wouldn't be able to listen to podcasts. But but choose who you listen to as opinion and not fact. If you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing what I'm saying, take it with a grain of salt. If you guys have ever heard that terminology, take anything you say with a grain of salt. I don't give a shit if it's the PCGC, if it's me here sitting this and saying this. But take what I say if nothing else, and compare it to what other people are saying and then do your own research or your own synopsis. Don't just, we are, we are adults. This isn't, and, you know, if you recall, you know, back in the day, you know, it used to be question authority, question authority, and people are like, oh, that's rebel talk, that's uh, punk, that's da-da-da, whatever. But as I've grown older, I've realized what they were saying. It wasn't so much to be, um, you know, an asshole, but don't just take that person's word for what they're telling you because, once again, it's still their opinion, right? So, I just wanted to play that video because I, I thought it was very interesting what he said. And like I said, this whoever the guy is, it's not like he's a, it's not like it was Tom Brokaw or something. It was, you know, he's just a guy and that was his opinion. But if you think about it, he's probably not far off in that thinking is that okay if if these corona situations are basically the flu 
slash cold slash allergy slash okay i'll put it like this when i got it or when my wife had it worse than i did you know i'd get her nyquil got her dayquil got her you know over-the-counter medicine and she got better so what's the difference between quote-unquote covid and taking those medicines or the cold and taking those medicines nothing okay yeah, we took a test and it said we had COVID. But who's to say those tests weren't fucking uh, flu test or cold test or, you know, whatever. My point being is don't just listen to what the media tells you and it's a done deal. Okay? Do some research for yourself. Get other people's opinions. It, it, and I think enough people have had COVID that, you probably know somebody. I mean, you probably personally, I'm not talking about me, but you probably personally know somebody that has had COVID. And and whether they passed away from it or not, I would be willing to bet there's a better than good chance that they hadn't passed away. But I would even venture to say that most of the people that have passed away from COVID would have gotten, very well could have passed away if they had gotten sick in another way. Now, is this a mutated form of the of the cold? Could be. Is it what they're saying it is from China and all this crap? Could be. My point is, is if we live in fear, they got us. Okay? We can't live in fear. And the more they're pushing these mandates and these vaccines and these wear a mask and do this, that, and that, when, when do people have to sit there and say, it doesn't work. What you're telling us is not working. Now, of course, you're going to have those people that say, oh, well, the reason it's not working is because of people like me that don't wear the mask and aren't vaccinated and yada, yada, yada. Okay, but what you guys said was when the vaccines came out, if you got vaccinated, you're good to go. You're safe. Oh, wait, you're not? You see what I'm saying? Why would you? Why would you willingly ingest this poison into your body under the guides of it making you safe when it doesn't make you safe okay the problem the biggest problem in this country and something that that um we as americans and what our last president was trying to fix or one of the things that he was trying to fix by doing what he was doing was putting that border wall up. Of course, everyone that was in opposition of the wall was all about him being racist and whatever. When I don't ever think I ever heard Trump say anything about people from other countries not coming here. Like, we don't want you to immigrate to this country. I don't think he ever said that. I think his reason was, you just got to do it the right way. We've said that before on this show. I'm pretty sure Trump said it and any other president except for this one that we have now is like, yeah, come on on. We don't give a fuck. The problem is, is what people really should be pissed off about is the number one cause of death in this country, um, you know, of adults between the ages of uh, 18 and 45, and that's uh, fentanyl. So... Fentanyl overdoses have surged to a leading cause of deaths for adults between 18 and 45, according to an analyst of U.S. government data. Between 2020 and 21, nearly 79,000 people between 18 and 45, um, 37,000 in 20, and 41,000 in 21 died of fentanyl overdoses. The Opioid Awareness Organization Families Against Fentanyl shows fentanyl is a synthetic opioid they can be deadly even in small amounts. And uh, other drugs, including heroin, meth, and marijuana, can be laced with this drug. Mexico and China are primary sources for the flow of fentanyl into the United States. Mexico and China. So Mexico. Where's the border? Where's the border wall being built? Right? Comparatively, comparatively between January 1 of 20 and December 15th of 21... There were more than 53,000 COVID deaths among the ages, among that same group of people between 18 and 49, according to the data for the CDC. So, obviously, 
there's been more than 53,000 COVID deaths this year, right? Because that's another thing that Biden's shitting the bed on. You know, because not to totally get off a different tangent, but, you know, when they were running for president at the time, Trump, I, I talked about this, Trump had 220,000 whatever deaths. And Biden said, you know, if this guy shouldn't be president with 200,000 deaths on his hand, well, he's tripled that number uh, with vaccines. Anyway, so <laughs> between the ages of 18 and 49, you've had 53,000 COVID deaths. But get your vaccine, guys. Between 18 and 49, that's your main group of people that are working, right? I mean, I'm, I know there's people that work past the age of 49. I'm not saying that. But I would, I would assume the largest portion of your employees across the country are in that age group. <laughs> but you've only had 53. I'm not saying only one's too many, but only 53,000 COVID deaths of those that age group. And we don't even know how accurate that number is, but there's still another, I don't know the number what we're at right now, but was it, I, I don't know if it's 700 or 800,000 um, or if that's between the whole thing, but I'll, I'll even go give Joe credit and say it's only 500,000 this year. So 450,000 of it was 50 and up and 17 and under which I'm, I would assume that 17 under number is even lower. But nonetheless, point being is we have, we have an ability to stop that drug from coming across the border via border security, right? And, and it's not even like, oh, you can make the argument, well, just don't take fentanyl and you won't die from it. Okay, yeah, sounds good. You know who died of fentanyl overdose? Michael Jackson. You know who else died of fentanyl overdose? Uh, the name that shall not be named. Am I allowed to say it? Am I allowed to say it? George Floyd, right? <laughs> but it's not like they're just taking fentanyl. I mean, I think Michael Jackson, it was more of a pain because it's a pain, uh, you know, it's like Oxycontin. Um, but it's very, very, very powerful to the point where they're, I mean, like I said, in very small amounts, it could be deadly. I don't know that you understand what a small amount is. I mean, I think I think they said like the tip of a pen, you know, I mean, you're talking like a I don't even know what it would measure out to weigh it, but um can kill you. So you put that little bit, I think they found um their warning of of pills. So, you know, your oxycontin pills could be laced with this, marijuana could be laced with this, heroin. So if you're if you're a junkie, I'm not saying people smoke marijuana or junkies, but if you're a junkie on heroin, you might get heroin that's got a little bit of fentanyl in it. Bam, dead. Because you know there's just sick people out there. But let's worry about putting another chemical in people's arm that may or may not save them um, from this. Anyway, let me read on because I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this thing up here. So. <laughs> Where the president fails, this section here, uh, private citizens. Um, you know, I put all this stuff up on my computer and then uh, <laughs> I get ads on top of ads. So where the president fails, the private citizens prevail. So we had this article come up. Um Volunteer group evacuates 39 Americans and permanent residents from Afghanistan. Now, before I read this, I want to I want to play a little uh, a little ditty from uh, our our buddy Steve or Peter Ducey and uh, Jen Salky at Timmy, baby. Now, this was on Tuesday. Why is it that there are still Americans stranded in Afghanistan? Well, I think. Uh let me just reiterate something that Tony Blinken said back in August, which is that if Americans who are in Afghanistan wanted to leave, whether it was three weeks from now, a month from now, two months from now, back in August, we would help them get out. And that is something that we've delivered on our word on. I would note that. So here we go again. Let's blame those people for not leaving, given the opportunity. But we're going to bounce on them anyway, right? So almost 40 American citizens and lawful permanent residents were left behind from President Biden's chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan 
They were evacuated Friday by a volunteer civilian group. 39 American citizens and lawful residents were evacuated from war-torn country Friday, arrived at New York City's JFK airport on Saturday morning thanks to volunteer group Project Dynamo. Project Dynamo receives funding from Save Our Allies, which is affiliated with the uh, Independence Fund. Among the evacuees, more than a dozen children, including an 11-month American citizen. So, she sits there and says what she says, but then you have to have charity groups go in and do these things. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. I, I really wish I could figure out the motive of what this, this uh, presidency is about. And I say presidency like he has anything to do with it. He's just president in name only. You know, you hear people being called rhinos and stuff, so what we call him, a pino? <laughs> All right, let's get this show on the road here. The Ghislaine Maxwell trial, right? So on Friday, the um, was the, uh, the defense rested on Friday. So closing arguments in the closely watched sex traffic trial of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, confident Ghislaine Maxwell got a green light to get underway on Monday after she declined to take the stand in her own defense. Your Honor, the government has not proved its case beyond a reasonable doubt, and so there's no reason for me to testify, Maxwell told U.S. District Attorney Allison Nathan late Friday. With that, Maxwell's defense team wrapped up its case after just two days of testimony. This means the six-man, six-woman jury could be deliberating the 59-year-old British socialite's fate before Christmas. If convicted, Maxwell could face a lengthy prison sentence. And I'm going to say this about that before I continue to read on. It's on Twitter. There's a guy that's doing reporting from the uh, courtroom or courthouse there. And he said that if convicted, so if convicted, Maxwell could face a lengthy prison sentence, right? Well, this was breaking. This was probably about four hours ago. If convicted, rumor has it she's going to squeal like a canary to avoid said lengthy prison sentence. And I think it said to the fact that where she's going to name names. Um, so what does that mean? Um, did Jeffrey give them the same option? You see, I'm, you see where I'm going with this? I hate to, I hate to try and predict death, and I and I can't imagine it if she hasn't killed herself already. She wouldn't kill herself. But that's not to say she won't kill herself. You kind of see where I'm going with this? So, Maxwell, who has been accused of grooming four underage girls for sex with Epstein and others, mostly during the 90s, has pleaded not guilty to six charges against her. Her defense team says the government is going after Maxwell because they cannot prosecute Epstein, a convicted sexual predator who hung himself, or hanged himself, is that right? I don't know, it's out the throat. Two years ago in New York City jail, he was 66, awaiting trial for sex trafficking. Maxwell prosecutors have contended during her trial in New York was not an unwilling accomplice, as the defense had argued, and will go to continue arguing on Monday. So they're going to go into closing arguments Monday. You'll probably have Monday, them, Tuesday. Maybe, I don't know if they'll both get it done Monday or if it'll be Monday, Tuesday. And then it'll go to the jury on oh excuse me that was a big yawn (laughs) on uh on you know the next day but the question is if she if she's found guilty will she talk will she quote unquote commit suicide i don't know um it's very interesting to see but i will say this so something came out of the maxwell trial evidence was missing from epstein's safe or I'm sorry, evidence from Epstein's safe went missing following one of the raids. 
So in 2019, FBI raided Jeffrey Epstein's home in New York City. The FBI agents found damning information and evidence throughout his seven-story residence. The evidence included numerous black binders with white labels that had clear pages containing thumbnail photos with CDs attached. FBI agents also found several items including uh, binders with CDs, various items, jewelry, external hard drives, loose diamonds, and a large amount of U.S. currency and passports. The late the FBI later said the evidence in the safe went missing. News of the obvious with your host, PCGC. Hmm. So I'll I'll slip in the news of the obvious segment here. So let me get this straight. You had this evidence. It conveniently enough went missing. Christopher Ray uh, said, "Oh, it came back and was missing." Gee, this wouldn't have anything to do with the guy that tried to get President Trump convicted multiple times. Um, So this is the same FBI that ran a coup against a sitting president based on completely made-up opposition party nonsense. And they want the American public to believe that Epstein's evidence just went missing and they had nothing to do with it. It just disappeared. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I would say it went missing because there was names in this binder and pictures in these binders and CDs and whatnot of people that she knows names of and they don't want those names coming out. I'm telling you, as much as we haven't heard about this trial, it is just going to start beginning to get good. So, on that note, guys, let me talk about my last sponsor, SmoothMyBalls.com backslash DTOM. Check them out. Get 20% off on Razor Razor accessories. Too late for Christmas, but you know what? You know, I just realized. Act now. Valentine's is right around the corner, guys. Check them out and uh, let them know, know the, the boys from DTOM sent you. Check them out. Also, don't forget, we're a brand ambassador for Maker's Mark Bourbon. Check them out. Also, out of Kentucky, uh, they are doing a... Uh, uh, you know, they're doing well up that way. Also, Redcon 1 I talked about earlier, they're doing a, a thing with Nine Line uh, apparel for uh, Kentucky. So check if that'll be on the website too if you go there. I, not to double back on the uh, Redcon situation, but nonetheless. All right, guys, don't forget to check out our website, don'ttreadonamerica.com. Check out our social media platforms. And uh, like I said, please share this with your friends. Uh, If you're listening to this on Apple, give me a five-star with a a review. But most importantly, share, 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 and just keep on coming, guys. I wanted to give a shout-out. My people in California are really cranking it out out there, so keep on spreading the word. And uh, Florida, I'm glad to see you're catching up on the downloads. Thanks, guys, gals, (laughs) and everyone else out there is listening. I don't want to just talk about two states because there's been plenty more, and I got evidently a nice little large following in in Ireland, Russia, Australia. Guys, thank you for listening. Keep keep on keep on doing what you're doing. And one other thing I wanted to tell you guys too, Facebook. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but um, on the Facebook app on your phone, you can also listen to podcasts. Now, I have the podcast up on the Facebook um, app. It's only on the on the phone though. So if it's not on it's not on your iPad or on your computer. So it's only if you get on Facebook on your phone. The podcasts are there. Go to the uh, Don't Tread on America Facebook page. If you like, if you will subscribe to the page, you'll get updates there on the podcast, and you can actually listen to it through Facebook. If you don't have, um, you know. Podbeam or Apple. Well, I mean, obviously you have something because you're listening to this, but I know with a lot of those apps, you either have to download it onto your phone or stream it or whatever. I think with Facebook, you don't have to download it. So, just something to think about, guys. Alright, so it's Sunday, December 19th, 2021. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. And that might be the last show before Christmas. We'll have to see how things go. But either way, I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Have a great day.